You're listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast, and in this episode, we take a look back at 2019 at our list of the top news, highlights, and events that happened in the world of Disney. Hope you enjoy. And it's, it's long enough now. If you don't know Infinity Wars ending, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. spoiler alert, you know, Spider-Man dies. Right. I mean, a very dramatic scene where he just disappears. And I remember looking at my kid, and he's like, Spider-Man's dead, you know? And so to have him cut the... Hold on, this is going to get edited. <laughs> so Dustin's literally tearing up I'm right tearing now. up explaining this. Welcome to another episode of Why I Love Disney. I'm Dustin. I'm David. I'm Ramin. We're going to go back over to 2019, yeah. and we're going to look back over the last year at some of the best things we found um, that Disney did, at least on our list. Yeah. Our, my top list, David's top list. Ramin's going to chime in with a thing or two, I'm pretty sure. So let's get started. 2019 was a huge year for Disney. I was just reading the news. like Their movies, $13 billion in revenue. I think it's like a record for a studio. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, how many? I think they had seven or $8 billion movies. Yeah. Including, of course, um, a couple of Marvel ones. You had Endgame. You had uh, Captain Marvel. You had Rise of Skywalker. And then you had uh, the Aladdin remake, Lion, Lion King. King. Toy Story, Toy Story 4. 4. Um, there's something Frozen 2. Frozen 2, my goodness. Just massive, massive, massive um, names that just generated some box office revenue like we've never seen. And it kind of makes you think, like, can they follow that up in 2020? I mean, there's yeah, so many amazing. huge movies. Um, I don't know. But let's get started All right. in this. This could be from anything Disney. So we're talking TV, movies, parks, rides. T-shirts, okay. apparel, whatever, whatever, you know, your favorite mouse here. So, and this, this doesn't necessarily mean what we think was the best. It can just, it's just what we loved the most. That's exactly right. Great disclaimer. Cause this yeah. is not the definitive list. If we haven't told you before, we are fans, not experts. We are not journalists. Yeah. We are just fans who want to bring <laughs> you um, joy and happiness and yeah. share what we love about Disney. That's right. So, and we may throw throw a, a, our least a least favorite here and there, just to keep it real. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Um, so, David, we're gonna let you start off. What was your What was one of your favorite things in 2019? Well, uh, I'll, I'll start off with a big one. Uh, just Rise of Resistance, the ride. Okay, what is uh, that? The ride. The ride. Rise Explain of Resistance. Galaxy's Edge. The Galaxy's Edge. Yes, that is the Star Wars World Galaxy's Edge. The, at the new the new attraction that opened uh, Disney World, I believe, uh, December nineteenth. Okay, I think it was around the opening date. Opening up also at uh, Disneyland, and uh, the the rest of the the rest of the land has been open. Smugglers Run, the the other attractions been open, but now we've got the Rise of the Resistance, which is the one everybody's been waiting for. So it was an amazing uh, journey to get to go ride that ride. So you wrote it. I did. And it, okay, give us a. It, are you allowed to spoil? Is it one of those things you don't? No, want to I'm not going to spoil it. No, because I, I've asked. That's one of the people. I've had several people say, tell me that they weren't going to spoil it for me, mm. and then they end up telling you. More than you want to know. But I would just say, I was actually, uh, saw this quote the other day when Disney was talking about when they made Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, we, we took all the things we've learned over 30 years of making movies and the result is Mary Poppins. That's what Rise of Resistance feels like. All these years of doing park attractions, we put some of all of it 
in one ride hmm. and you get rise of resistance. So you it's, felt it lived up to the hype. I did. And I, and I was, I was a little skeptical cause I thought what, what it's, it's just epic. It yeah. just has, it has that feel of, it has some of everything. I cannot that's, wait. That's the best thing you can describe it. Cause it, it's, if you tell any more than that, it, it starts to uh, give people clues of what's to come. Sorry. Okay, so help me out just because I haven't been in the parks this year. I haven't r- ridden these things. Mm-hmm. The Smugglers Run, uh, both of those at <clears throat> both parks, Disneyland and yes, Disney World? they both are. The, 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 both in Galaxy's Edge, the, the lands are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, same uh, experiences, same shopping, same restaurants, same rides. Um, but, yeah, so. So you get the same, ride, the, the Rise of the Resistance ride is, would be the same Yes. At either place. Okay. That's my as understanding far as, as far as I bet. The, just the journey of, we, we, we're going to talk about that in another in another podcast, just uh, being down there that week and what the lines were like and what it was like to get on that ride. Oh, wow. It was a crazy experience. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But just the ride, uh, I, I would say it was one of the, the few things I've done, few attractions I've done in many, many years where we realized our mouths were open. We were, wow. we were actually open mouth going, oh my goodness, wow. This that is, makes me really excited. It's amazing. Yeah. It, that it makes was, me it, want to get down there. It's, it's so epic. It makes you, it makes you feel very small mm. in the, in the, in the ride, in the universe. And so, uh, yeah. All right. So that's the top of your list. I think so. I Man. think just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there were some, there were some other good things, uh, rides and movies. I both. feel like we should have started with number five and yeah, worked I up to that. Right. I don't know how what we else? talked. Right. Actually, you, started, you started out with what's the best, what was yeah, my best. That's and, true. Hey, and you know, what? I've seen so many uh, podcasts and, uh, and vlogs and everything already. It's, it's at the top of many people's list. Yeah. So that's not a big surprise to a lot of people. Cool. Well, I guess I'll, I'll start with it, it, and another epic sort of thing. I like big, epic things. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, Avengers Endgame was, um, I thought, about as perfect an ending to that, that series or that, that conclusion that they could have made. Yes. Um, I thought in scale it was huge. I always have been skeptical. From the very first Avengers, I was always skeptical. How are they going to give all of these characters enough screen time to do them justice? Right. How is this not going to be kind of kind of fall apart and just be kind of corny, right? Yeah. But the acting is fantastic. I mean, throughout the, all of the movies, there there's very few that I, that I haven't enjoyed immensely. Um, there's, you can rank them, of course, you know, your favorites for different reasons, but this is up there. And not only was this one, probably the biggest, if probably the biggest movie event of the year because of the buildup and the cliffhanger from infinity war. Right. But, um, they hit it out of the park. Like I, in my opinion, um, there were several moments where you just felt, um, the despair at the beginning with, you know, and then later on the elation and the joy, um, I, I always rate them when something's really great and excellent, whether it's a, a piece of music or art or the ride you were on or a movie. Do do does it like move me? Right. Do I feel something? Yeah. And most often for me, that's the reaction is some, I get well up a little bit with tears, uh-huh. not because I'm sad. It's just this is so awesome. Yeah. And I had a couple of those moments. Um, so I'm with my kids too in this, and I remember at the end of Infinity War when you you see, you see it opening day, you really didn't know what was coming. Right. And I'm there with my my young kids. I got four little boys, and 
and it's, it's long enough now. If you don't know Infinity War's ending, I'm sorry. Um, the yeah. spoiler, you know, Spider-Man dies. Right. I mean, a very dramatic scene where he just disappears. And I remember looking at my kid and he's like, Spider-Man's dead, you know? And so to have him cut the, hold on, this is going to get edited. <laughs> so Dustin's literally tearing up I'm right tearing now. up explaining this. So no, my, my son who was like all, you know, um, shocked because Spider-Man had died right. to win. Spider-Man comes in at the end. Whew, hold on. This is so corny. He comes in at the end, and yeah. my son says, it's Spider-Man. To me, I just like, I got a little emotional there. I'm not, I'm not. So movies and great things, baby, I got to stop. They make me really happy. So Plus, that's, I can you're stop. also adding your kids into that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's the emotion of watching all this great content, and then you put your kids into the mix, and you see the effect that it has on them. Yeah, and what a powerful connection in that movie, Spider-Man and Iron Man, that relationship. I mean, it was unlike any of the other, like, character relationships. It's really powerful. Totally. We're doing this the day the Oscar nominations came out, by the way, too, and that Robert Downey Jr. was not nominated is, like, is some sort of ism. I'm not sure what ism it is. It's some sort of ism to keep comic book hero, comic book hero... Uh, discrimination is right. what this is because he he I thought he definitely deserved a best actor um, yeah. at least a nomination yeah. for his role as, as uh, Tony Stark that uh, he did incredibly yeah. so that's my biggest that's my biggest you know I, I loved Endgame yeah. and thought they they nailed it and it's the highest grossing movie of all time now is that over it is. It overtook Avatar yeah which I'm I'm thrilled because. I'm not a huge Avatar fan. Never have been a huge Avatar fan. So. Yeah, you know, I hear I've heard multiple people say that it's it's, it's it was good to see in game take that, and I, I'm I'm excited about what they'll do with Avatar in the future. But yeah, in game it was that was just amazing again, uh, and I I enjoyed in game with my son the same way I enjoyed Rise of Resistance with my son. Mm. So that's a huge factor. With those movies with me too, of the Marvel and the Star Wars, bringing that, watching it and enjoying those things with my son too, it makes it yeah, even more of a journey. Uh, you know, when you experience those things, it really does. And, and whether we have we have children to experience with someone else is really yeah. whoever that is, whether it's a, your 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 spouse or your your best friend or something like that. To experiencing community is really a powerful thing. Yeah, and um, these shared experiences are kind of what kind of lead us even do this podcast is just to talk about these things. It's fantastic. I, I love that's an added element that Disney does really well. Yeah. I think um, they just kind of, they pull all those strings, pull yeah. every single one of them and know just how to do it. They do. Um, do. Ramin, do you have a top of, of 20? I don't want to put you on the spot here, man, but man, I, uh, I really did enjoy the Avengers Endgame. I, I would think, um, Maybe one of my favorite editions of 2019 was Disney Plus, right? We got all this amazing content all wrapped up in one place, um, and, and it's all on demand. You can access all your childhood favorites um, and new content uh, easily now. And how cool is that? I think that that's huge. I think for the streaming world, and it's going to have huge implications for the the future and stuff too. So awesome, Disney Dude. Plus. Absolutely. I think we were all day one or week one subscribers to, for the most part. And, mm -hmm. and dude, like you're explaining, like that that's on my list, too. It was like next on my list. The Disney Plus thing is a game changer for many reasons. One, uh, and we've talked about it. I feel like I have my oldest is 11. My youngest is four. 
and I feel like there's here's a streaming service where they're they're safe to kind of roam around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's age appropriate things, of course, but it's not like turning them loose on Netflix and hoping they're on their kids. You know, I I, I can trust that it's safe for the most part, right. and and I love that. And not only that, the content is immense from The Simpsons to the original content, which is fantastic. It's on my list here. We'll wait a minute to talk about that. Um, but to the classic Disney Vault Library, some of my favorite movies of all, all right there that I can turn on and watch Flight of the Navigator with my kids. That's great movie night. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I remember the, the first time that I logged on at Disney+, Plus. Uh, a good friend of mine, he's like, just scroll through this catalog of stuff. And you you know Disney has a lot of things, mm-hmm. but Disney Plus putting it all together is like kind of the first time you get to see it all just lined out like that. And it's like, wow, how much content they have. It's just really impressive. Absolutely. I'm loving the service. Have you? Yeah, I love it. I mean, there's there's actually, I mean, there's even more content. They don't have everything on here, but I mean, they have a vast majority. I mean, all the animated movies, all so many live action movies. There's just tons on here. So it's, yeah, it's it's amazing to have it all in one place and so accessible at all times on your phone, whatever you can. Oh yeah, and I don't right I don't want to like also what this means business wise for the we we work we work a little bit in entertainment and, and streaming and some of those different creative processes, but what this means for the streaming business, mm-hmm. um, what this means for uh, going forward, there's I think from what I've read, their numbers are kind of have all surpassed their expectations. You know, they're kind of minimum threshold, and and honestly, to most of us who are fans of Disney and kind of. We kind of expect. I, I think I kind of expected this, you know, especially when they announced the price point, mm-hmm. like at seven bucks. It'll eventually, most likely, go up, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna drop it for an extra dollar a month. You know, I mean, I don't probably say that. say that out loud. I mean, if it goes sooner. up a dollar a month, we're all out. No, <laughs> no, uh, seven bucks a month for that kind of content just right. seems like that's an easy decision for my family of six to 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 do. And then it's there's so much content, so much vetted content. So much quality content that Oscar winning content. I mean, fantastic family entertainment that's not like, well, we've never seen this brand. You know, we trust Disney, you know, the mm-hmm. brand, that's what they do. And I think it's a game changer uh, for the industry too, the streaming right. and, and television industry. And I'm excited to see what where it goes from here because I think this is just kind of the beginning of it all. Right. Um, but yeah, that was on my list too. That's great. So D- David, you got another, you got something else for Well, I'll just, I'll continue on. Can we just continue on with some more specifics about Disney plus that we liked? Yeah, sure. Well, I, right. So what Disney plus was a thing, but within Disney plus, within Disney things. plus. Well, one of the things I was most uh, excited about, uh, with Disney plus was the new content. And, uh, our family has been collecting, buying Disney movies and DVDs and Blu-rays for I mean, I've got kids that are teenagers for many years, and I was buying them before I had kids. So, I mean, most I mean, there weren't many old classics and things like that that we didn't already own. So, I was really looking more forward to what the new things were coming out. I was especially my. I think my. It's tough. I got I got a couple of favorites from Disney Plus, but I'll I'll let one of you guys hit one of the others, and I'll Mm -hmm. I'll go with the Imagineering story. That's Uh, one of the one of the things that I love about Disney most is is the is the story of animation and the story of the Imagineering on the park side. Just how these guys these artists create what they create. Mm -hmm. Just I just love the stories, and uh, so that was a great series for me. Uh, A lot of the footage in the earlier. Uh, the earlier episodes uh, I'd seen before. It was great seeing a lot of it. Had been, uh, it looked like it had been. Um, 
what's the word I'm trying to think of? And when Digitally it, enhanced. Yeah, digitally enhanced, where they yeah. took old, old film and made it look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that great old footage of Walt Disney was amazing. I love that. And, uh, and, and so, but then some of the newer episodes, it was really neat to see them go ahead and tell some of the, some of the, uh, difficult parts of the story, sure. some of the too. different parts that, that were the time, times that things weren't going great and being honest about this, 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 this part of the, the process was struggling and the, this park wasn't doing well and this park was doing well. And why, why was this not, you know, what they learned through the process. It was really fascinating. And I, I appreciated them being, uh, given a little bit more vulnerable, uh, part of the story to it and just being a little bit more, open about some of the things that didn't work well and how they're fixing those things. Yeah. And, uh, cause I mean, even when you look back, you think they'll, they'll be, sometimes they'll be critical about, well, this park wasn't doing well. And you think, I, I loved it. Right. <laughs> we went, we loved it. Mm-hmm. We didn't know it was doing poorly, but you know, uh, I mean, they just have, I guess such high standards, but it's interesting to hear that story. So I really love that. I actually was just very sad. I was hoping it was going to keep going. I feel like there's more to tell. I mean, I'd love to hear more backstory on more Imagineering and more specific about different rides. It's yeah. kind of sad to see that, that, that series. Has there after. been any talk? Have you heard about like more? Like, I haven't. I, I, I kind of thought that was over, so I don't know. Because it kind of starts from the beginning, and it ends with the Star Wars stuff, right? right. The Galaxy's Edge creation, mm-hmm. which brings you really to now. Right. But, man, there's so much more, yeah. you know, um, they could go into. I would love to see, like, a season two and maybe just go ride to ride. And, again, some of it may be limited to, like, who's still alive, right. you know, who can tell these stories. I don't, I don't know, but man, I was immersed too. I would do that. Was yeah. Amazing. I would love it. I would love if they would go and, it, and there's, there's some fan, uh, produce things out there that tell some of those stories, but I would love to see them, uh, the same team go do some ride by ride. Sure. Stories would be amazing. Some of the iconic things. We may be. do an episode just on the Imagineering story at some point, talking yeah. about our impressions of that because, Man, the first couple of episodes especially, I was just blown away and struck by what, I mean, it it, it blows my mind what they were doing before I was born. Like the technology and the things that they create from the Lincoln uh, robot mm-hmm. to the, what that happened in the Hall of Presidents to um, all of the animatronics that they, I mean, this stuff is when they show these this footage, you know, in this documentary style, right? It's blowing my mind, and I'm thinking to myself, what they just dreamed up something, they went and did it. Yeah, they figured out how to do what they wanted to do, right. and with technology today, it's 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 really, it's amazing to me yeah. what they were able to accomplish, and and. And that's what's inspiring about Disney in general. But it's I'm with you. I've loved the Imagineering story. I've loved binging and pushing through that, and and I've recommended it to many many people as well. Yeah. And if you haven't listened or watched it yet on Disney Plus, um, subscribe and watch it, or steal somebody's account information and watch it. <laughs> we don't yeah. advocate for that. But so that was definitely one of my my favorites from from this cool. from this past year. Awesome. Um, well, Reen, do you have any other things that popped up from 2019? Well, 2019, and again, uh, on the Disney Plus yeah. uh, theme, The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Man, that's it's been really, really great. This is the, the disadvantage of going last as y'all take all of mine. <laughs> <Take it on. laughs> but, but that's cool. I no, knew we would cool. all have about the same list. Well, it's, it's a great list. So, what, you, you, Mandalorian, what do you, what'd you think? No, I, I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, it, it's been it's been a really fun series to watch. Um 
it feels a little bit like a video game at times almost. Mm-hmm. I guess we have a, a you know a main mission and we get little baby Yoda and kind of what's developing there. Um, and then our Mandalorian characters taking on almost like these side missions per episode. Um, and I, I heard you reference this was kind of like a throwback maybe to older TV series where it wasn't maybe less, uh, less continuity per right. episode, but it's kind of... Uh, more compartmentalized where each episode has a clear beginning, end, middle and end um, instead. Um, but it's been really fun. I, I've really liked it. Um, it's been it's been really cool so far. So I'm excited to see where season two goes. With yeah, it. it's on my list, too. I mean, everything you guys have said is pretty much on my it list. It was on my list, too. Uh, Mandalorian is fantastic. <laughs> it's and, great. And for several reasons, it's just on its own. It's great. And you hope like it's the it's the kind of the flagship program when Disney Plus launched. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So you go into it like, oh, please, please let this be good. You know, Please let this be good. <laughs> and you go and watch it. And it's really good. Like, mm-hmm. it's legit good. And then, but that's not enough for somebody like me. I, I just don't want to think it's good. I want everybody else to think it's good, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and the fact that, like, people who are kind of marginal Star Wars fans or not Star Wars fans at all, you know, are in. They're in on it. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anyone who says, oh, I'm not, I don't really like it. I've not heard anyone say actually, I've heard. I've actually heard several people say it's their favorite yeah. Star Wars. Likewise. <laughs> Uh, um, thing so and it, it, and to for me as a Star Wars fan that's exciting and it's also exciting because I've loved I, I mean I really enjoyed um, the last thing on my list I was is the Rise of Skywalker I thought it was a fantastic end to the to the to the saga um, but before I get there what I've loved about it is even though the Force Awakens uh, um, the the middle one well what's it called the uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Sorry. And the Rise of... It's the one I like the least, so yeah, uh, yeah I'm blanking. But um, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, um, I think were very, very good. And I think most Star Wars fans were like have mixed reviews, but mostly positive towards it, more so than the prequels, at, 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 for sure. Right. But my, our fear, my fear has always been, okay, has Star Wars lost its like magic, like its cultural magic? Like, are we kind of done with Star Wars, and will it ever be like something... Great. I mean, like, uh, incredibly impactful again. And I hate to even say that out loud. And I probably wouldn't have had I not come to this conclusion that The Mandalorian, to me, represents what Disney can do to make it great and better. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if that was even possible. Um, Maybe that the magic of Star Wars was in, you know, Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie. And once that's over... There are other kind of subsets that might see a little bit of success, but it's never going to be what it was. Well, The Mandalorian has like rekindled my hope right. that it this could be there can be more characters and more franchises and things that carry on and maybe could be even bigger mm-hmm. than the original Star. I know maybe heresy to some Star Wars purists out there, but I love The Mandalorian for that reason, and I'm so excited for season two. I think that comes out in the fall of 2020, from what I've read, and uh, yeah. Mandalorian's on my list too, David. It's on your list also. Yeah, I thought it was. What, what, what do you guys? What what do you? What did you love about it? I mean, what 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 do you know? What about it uh, was so good to you? I mean, I okay. First, the mystery. Okay, that's, they did. That's on my list. <laughs> they did not give away anything. Yeah, I thought you that really, was really effective. Is that is that Boba Fett, Jango Fett? Is it somebody in the Fett family? Because it looks kind of like, and I didn't know. Maybe I didn't do enough research going into it. But no, it doesn't seem to. Be. Then Baby Yoda, we're, it's 
it's still a mystery. I hope I haven't spoiled it for anyone. <laughs> and then there's other auxiliary characters from the Jawa and the worlds they're on. Um, the Ugnot character, voiced by Nick Nolte. Um, there's just people I've I know from the Star Wars universe, even having action figures right. as a kid, IG88, um, that I, I I've seen now portrayed on it with more depth mm-hmm. and that to me was fantastic without they didn't give anything away there's mystery from every there's still mystery right. you're still trying to figure out what's going on they're hinting at the Jedi you know this magic power um, you have the the Empire kind of you're not sure right. where they fit in you have this whole sinister bounty hunter uh, code and this other thing that we're getting introduced to and and to be perfectly honest and some new worlds as well I yeah. just thought it was incredibly creative Incredibly um, innovative. Well done. Well done. done. Great acting. Yeah. You know, Pedro, um, and um, just just exciting and adventure and, and, and all of that kind of the mystery of it. I think yeah. just makes it. Yeah, I love the mystery of it that you the all all the way there's you're wondering what's going on, but you're you're you stay tuned in because you want to know you do want to know what's going to happen yep. next. It's not your you. It's, it was just really really a good approach to to doing that. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, do we have anything else on our list over there? Who who has uh, something else to go? Uh, I mean, a couple other things that I thought were in, uh, some cool moments in the park. Uh, the the new Skyliner that's opened up as a transportation to some different resorts what to is, the park. What is that? Six the new Skyliner is a, it's a Skylift system that uh, connects Hollywood Studios to Epcot, and also connects several of the resorts. It's like a gondola. It's like okay. a Skylift. So on a cable. Uh, on a cable. Oh wow! And uh, that's a new addition in 2019. Kind and of a throwback to the old. Uh, the old cable cars across yeah. the park. Huh? It used to go across the park. If uh, the, the bigger, I mean, these hold yeah. like ten people. Okay. And uh, I watched a lot of the stories that people were putting out about them in 2019, and there was a lot of talk about it. Was it going to be too hot mm-hmm. in the you know in the in the Florida weather? You know, because it's not air conditioned. But we got to ride them uh, when we were there a few weeks ago, um, and uh, a great system. Um, it was really fun to ride. I, I would love to see it expand and connect more uh resorts and hotels to the to the parks because it is a is a great way to get around it was a nice break from the buses uh you know because a lot of the transportation is on bus and that can take a lot of time getting from place to place so that was really fun and yeah it kind of a throwback it was nostalgic to be back in a on a sky lift at disney after all these years and uh so i love that and uh, I, I've got a couple other things I can mention movie-wise. If you uh, if you guys yeah, have anything go ahead. else, I just think uh, I think in in speaking to the we didn't really talk about any of the animated stuff uh, for this past year. And I uh, wasn't my all-time favorite, but I really enjoyed Toy Story Four. Oh, yeah. I thought again, like you said, with Endgame to bring back the story and kind of tie up some loose ends. Mm-hmm. I thought was. Uh, better. It was actually better than I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I did. It's weird that fourth sequel, no matter what the franchise is, yeah, like whether it's Rocky or that four is usually too many. But right. in this case, I thought it was really good, and I, agree. Uh, I didn't. I I was maybe I was a little more braced for the ending, mm. so uh, it wasn't as emotional to me as Toy Story three, right. Um, but I agree with that. I, I was, but I was no. I knew that it was coming. Yeah. That's so true. I know one way or another, there's, there's, there's a, there's a parting 
yeah. somewhere. I just don't know who who's parting, who's who's saying goodbye to whom. So I'm holding on and uh, You're hardening your cold. Yeah, heart. I'm just <laughs> holding on <laughs> so you don't break into tears. But it's like you know, you know, it was a lot of different. Like me, I've probably. got teenagers now, so and we 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 still uh, do a lot of these Disney Disney movies as a family. So it was a lot different than Toy Story three. My kids, we all still remember sitting in Toy Story three in several moments, you know. And I'm I'm was like going, oh no, what if this happens? What are my kids <laughs> going to do? Uh, so, so they're older now, so we didn't have that. But mainly, I'm just trying to go. Oh man, I don't want to tear up here at the end of this movie. But I, I thought it was man the 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 thing that blew me away just the technology and the the level of animation that we've come to. That when these toys were walking behind in the antique store and they're walking down behind furniture and their oh. cobwebs and spider webs and you can see the dust i it's mean just beautiful. the just the, I mean, that's one of the things that i first loved about disney animation and to see all these years later it just keeps growing and growing getting better and better um just i i, I just wonder what these the, the the old animators these guys that created this genre what they would think if they could see how far it's gone now i think they would just be I think they would be applauding and clapping their hands, and and so I thought, yeah, it was. I thought they did a very good job. There's some great new characters in there that you know were fun, and um, but I thought it was a worthy end to the to the series. I, I could imagine. I saw I saw a clip or two where Tom Hanks and Tim Allen both talked about you know walking away from these characters they've played mm-hmm. for so many years, and I could see how that would be an emotional thing when you've sure. played these yeah. characters for. 25 years. I completely agree. Toy Story 4 was great. Yeah. Uh, that's a good thing. I think that's one of the things that actually separated Toy Story 4 from a lot of the other movies because it wasn't necessarily a remake or a reboot. Uh, this is this is uh, uh, a series that's been going on since 95. Wow. Right? And so this story has been continuing on for 24 years. So yeah. a lot of us... This has been a big part of our lives, like for a big yeah. portion of it, and, and this was the you know conclusion to that. So definitely a cool moment, yeah. and I, I thought they did a great job. And you know, and, and yeah, when when people talk about sequels and how bad they are, if I if I love the characters and they have a good story, yeah. I don't care if they bring it back. Now I don't I, I don't always want to see a a sequel if it's going to break the opportunity for new content mm. and new stories to come right. out. But I mean, I'm, I'm, it's it's hard not to want to see Woody and Buzz again. Those sure. are such great characters, and they've got a great story. It never bothers me if they if if they fi- decide in five years there's another part of the story, I'll be open to seeing that too. Um, and we but hope yeah, they do. yeah. I mean, but I and I and I, I totally agree with you there. I, I enjoyed it more than the reboots like Lion King and Aladdin. I thought all those things did, you know, I thought they were good. Yeah. I I think I should qualify too. When I say later on sequels, a lot of times it can just start to feel like a cash grab and you get something that's not as good. Oh yeah. Kind of taking advantage of the characters. Well, when when my kids used to be good, when my kids were little and my my kids were little, they grew up in that generation of the Cinderella two and three and the Balkanas two and Mm -hmm. Milan two. And there were lots of made for TV made direct video movies that, that, you know, everybody is usually very critical because they mm-hmm. didn't. The quality was not the same. Right. They were. They were. They were not. It's not that they were bad for what they were. They just were not feature animations going to the theater quality like sure. these things are today. So you, you you do expect when you go to the theater to see it's going to be as good as the original. Well, 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. We need to start winding down here a little bit, but before we do, um, do you have? First of all, I don't want to stop. Is there anything else on your list you want to shout out? Give a shout out to on your best of 2019. Disney I think list? those are. I think those are my would be yeah. my top five things that are so that we talked about. There are probably maybe a couple other notable mentions. I, I, even though you know the reboot, uh, you were talking about visual effects. I think the Lion King. Is noteworthy at least in its visual effects department. I mean, that was one of the best. Uh, I don't think they want to call it animation. They, right. They're saying it's kind of misrepresenting the tech and what they did. Okay. Uh, but those um, those those visual effects were incredible. Mm-hmm. Like really to be able to do that. So whether you kind of loved or didn't love the story compared to the original, um, I think that's definitely was a noteworthy thing that they mm-hmm. did, and it was very cool. So yeah. anything else on your list there? Uh, that's, that covers Wait, most of it. You guys I, had a lot of the same ones I did. I know. So. Totally. I had Galaxy's Edge, just the creation of a Star Wars land on my list. I haven't, oh, yeah. I've yet to be there. Yeah. You kind of hit on that. But I do yeah. think that, to me, that that opened in 2019 is is kind of a, another turning. A, 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 it shows, too, that Disney's heavily investing in the park still. Right. And they're, they're about innovation, and they're about pushing forward. And if we get this, then in five years and ten years, we can trust that it's going to even get better. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the fran- whatever. The, the characters are we can trust that disney is is in the business to to make put smiles on people's faces and and make it still the happiest place on earth i think that's fantastic yeah um i don't want to leave on a negative note but was there any like misses this year anything you didn't enjoy all that much i don't want to like i again i don't want to like we're not this isn't a negative podcast we're fans but there had to be something you know i'll be honest i there aren't many there there's some things i haven't seen yet and maybe Did that's that because I, I'm concerned that they may be a miss. Yeah. But I had, no, I didn't really. There was nothing that I went to or watched that I went, well, that was a waste of my time. Um, you know, I don't expect everything to be a blockbuster. I don't, I, that's, I'm, everybody has a different view on that. But I don't expect every movie to be the exact same moment and feel. And so were, were some better than others? Yes. But I didn't see anything that I thought was horrible this okay. year. Well, I didn't see anything horrible this year either, and yeah. I would agree with you. I think most of the things I'm skeptical about of, from 2019, I pretty much avoided at this right. point in my life. You know, my kids might have seen it, and if they liked it, then I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I and, and it'd be perfect. I, I, what's popping in my mind that I don't, I think we're all like not wanting to maybe say is the Aladdin remake. So I was actually thinking the exact same thing. Okay, yeah. so um, I actually, I haven't seen it. My kids and my family have all seen it without me, and they loved it. They really did. They did not grow up with the cartoon. And Aladdin, full disclosure, is my favorite Disney cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I was in middle school, it's just it's my one of my favorites of all time. The the Robin Williams genie character. Mm-hmm. It was just the the soundtrack. It was just perfect. And so when you know. Full, uh, the curmudgeon in me is like, oh, you can't mess with perfect. And then Will Smith, and you saw there was some bad press about some of the screenshots that leaked, and, and you just kind of there was going into it a little bit of negative energy, I think, which mm-hmm. wasn't fair. I don't think that was fair. That wasn't fair. And now that I, I haven't seen the movie, but I did hear the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I loved the soundtrack, yeah. and and I haven't seen them. Actually, I feel like Will Smith made the genie his. And didn't try to remake Robin Williams' genie. Right. And and even and I only know that through the music. And I felt it was fresh. I felt it was up to date, but respectful 
of the of the story. Now, not having seen it, I know we've had conversations about this, Ramin. You had some, and we're probably spending way too much time. I don't want to be critical, <laughs> but I did. I yeah. like the soundtrack, and I love Will Smith's yeah. interpretation of the genie. What did you, but you had this kind of, if you were going to have a near a miss list, this would probably be on it for you. Yeah, this would probably be the one that's maybe closest to a miss, but overall, I still liked it. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Will Smith uh, kind of made that character's own. I think it would have been a horrible mistake to try to follow up and do a better Robin Williams. Than yeah. Ron, that would have been impossible to do. Right, so right. I feel like he was actually maybe the strongest character uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of my, um, I guess, concerns or criticisms, if I, if I had much of any, I felt like I was kind of on the set the whole time. I never really felt like I got transported to an, another uh, place. It felt like I was always aware, Yeah, you know, they were on set. Um, it seems fair. Yeah, I think that was one thing. I, I also liked the music. There was maybe just one song that I wasn't a huge fan of the the placement of it per se. It right. felt a little forced, but mm-hmm. overall, yeah, I thought it was good. And for those who haven't been exposed to the original cartoon, I, I feel like it did it justice. Yeah. I think. Uh, I well, think, like I said, my kids loved it, so yeah. that tells me something. Mm-hmm. The other thing too, I think it's important. I think a lot of us didn't know what we were getting into with these live action remakes. Mm-hmm. Like, what were our expectations supposed to be? Like, um, the Lion King remake. I remember I, um, one one uh, person I know who saw it was very disappointed, and their mm-hmm. disappointment was expressed by, "It's just the exact same movie, just scene for scene, line for line." And 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 I'm like, well, I think that's what it was supposed to. Again, I think. Maybe with the live actions going forward, I know Mulan's coming out, which I'm super excited to see. That looks fantastic um, because it it looks different. But I think maybe if Disney, if there was something they could do better as far as promoting those movies is manage our expert, help us understand what it is a little bit better or what they're trying to do or accomplish by Mm -hmm. releasing these. They've Mm -hmm. all been different. I mean, from from, uh, when the Cinderella movie came out, they did a live action Cinderella. I remember going with our girls and that was not exactly the same story. Then they've done things like the Maleficent where Mm -hmm. they do a twist on. Then there've been some that have been like an almost reboot with just live action instead of animation. So you go, you do go in sometimes going, okay, what, what am I going to get here? And so if you want, if you want a reboot with live action, you may be disappointed because it's different. And if you're expecting something new, you may be disappointed if it's, exactly the same it's, it's hard to know what you're going to get it sure made a ton of money that's the that's the amazing thing is like you know they're they because well why are they doing all these this well obviously the audience wants to go that's true yeah. billion dollars is a billion dollars you know and i i as as the as the oldest one in this group i do remember going to see disney movies that came to the theater more than once. You know, mm. they, came, they came every, they came, back. Yeah. they came like every seven or eight mm. years. You had that opportunity to go back and say, I want to see Aladdin. Mm. You know, that was a little bit later, but I'm going to go back and see the Jungle Book in the movie yep. theater again. And it was like a new experience because you're seeing it in a, but we don't have that now. We see right. things at home. And so the only way to see Aladdin new is if they redo it. Yep. And go see it on a big screen in a new format. Fascinating conversation. I think all these things. This, this is a good list. And, and if, but you may have your lists out there. You may have the things you love most about Disney. You may disagree with us completely out there. We'd love to hear about it. Yep, that's what we loved about Disney in 2019. What did you love about Disney? Why did you love it this year? Let us know. Let us know. Contact us through Instagram, websites, email addresses, which we will edit in here and tell you as soon as we have them. <laughs> and uh, we're super excited. Thanks for hanging in with us. And we're come back with a new episode here very soon. I think we're going to talk about your experience in the park on New Year's Eve. 
That sounds great. And your trip to Disney. We'll come back. I have so many questions for you. That'd be great. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with us, and we will see you next time. Mm